Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. San Diego economists say a recession is definitely on its way, but they also say our region may weather it better than most. Business reporter Philip Molnar attended the San Diego County Economic Roundtable this week. Hi, Phil. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. Uh, so what do economists expect with this next recession? And, and is there a timeline of when it might happen? So, yeah. So the timeline kind of puts it at the near like the end of this year happening. I know some people, it's very controversial, like to say we're in a recession right now. I mean, not, not according to the normal definition of a recession. But so there was a lot of talk about that. You know, it's it's coming later in this year. So I think before a lot of the thought was, you know, hey, the recession, it may or may not be coming. We've got all these other factors. But it was kind of interesting at this economic roundtable at the University of San Diego because everybody talking was like, this is just a foregone conclusion, which I felt was sort of newsworthy in that respect for people that have been following. So it's it's definitely coming up. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's the first time I've heard economists flatly say it's coming. Uh, well, you mentioned the, the definition of a recession. What is that? Okay, so basically, you know, a recession is a time of economic decline for a lot of different things, GDP fall for two successive quarters. But part of that usually goes into a big part of it is a high unemployment rate. And that's something we haven't had. So that's why people are sort of shy about saying that we're actually in a recession. So just, just keep that in mind. So a lot of people are predicting our unemployment rate's going to go up. It's still pretty low in San Diego, but we'll have to wait and see. Okay. Well, there was some good news here too, and it's that The Economist said that San Diego was expected to do okay. Why Why is that? So one of the theories is, is that San Diego has a very diverse economy. We're not based on just one thing. So three of the big things are military, which is recession-proof, healthcare, which is pretty much recession-proof, and then we also have like innovation, like biotech, technology, that's a lot of things people want to put money into. So those are like three big cores of our economy here that shouldn't be as affected for an upcoming recession. So that's sort of hammered home through this whole thing. Uh, of course, there are industries that could be hit way harder in an upcoming recession, and those are tourism and retail. And those are two things that a lot of people in San Diego are employed by. But when you look at the region overall, the sort of the thought was among these economists is that, yeah, you know, basically we're kind of set up okay. And, and this is mainly Ray Major from the uh, San Diego Association of Governments, the chief economist over there. This is sort of his prediction, but we hear it from other people as well. I guess it surprised me to hear um, you, you know, say the economists lump tech within those recession-proof industries, because all we've been hearing about nationally is tech layoffs, you know, massively. So have we seen any of those um, here locally? We have seen some, but it, it's more along the lines of like research and development. So a lot of like, you know, investors and stuff like that, they do look for that. You know, I, I'm not really sure exactly how it's all going to shake out here in San Diego. But I know we have a lot of still interest in investing in these sort of things like that. Um, and we'll just have to wait and see how it goes. Okay. Well, what's going on with San Diegans and their finances now? 
Okay, so another big part of the roundtable was even though we're looking at this sort of macroeconomic view of how San Diego County is going to fare, the truth is that things have gotten a lot harder for many San Diegans in the last year and a half, and it's probably not going to be so great for the recession. So one of the things is looking at the family budget. So we're going to take, let's say it's a San Diego family of two adults and two children, and this is how Ray Major broke it down. Okay, so before during, say, March 2020, before the recession started, all that kind of stuff, say this household was making the annual median of $92,700 a year. So with all their expenses, they had about $175 left over for discretionary spending, or you could save that money. That's already pretty tight, $175. But now he said that if you look at current figures, if they're maintaining their current lifestyle, and they probably are, they're looking at a loss of around $1,550 a month. And there's a lot of national data showing that Americans are putting a ton of money on credit cards. Like it's exploded in the last year. Okay. So how much money is being held by credit cards right now? And now let's break down the expenses for that family of two adults and two children. And this is based on how they were in March, 2020 and based on basically you know, recent data. So, so for sheltered utilities, you're probably paying about 2,100 a month, but now you're paying 2,900. Food was about $850 a month. Now it's 1,300. Two cars and gas were around $750 a month. Now it's 950. Healthcare and taxes are about the same. But if you take that all together, you know, it's really hard to say, okay, you know, you, you family of four, you should really cut down on your expense. You need to change everything. But it's it's really difficult when housing and food prices are up 42% during that time period. And there's not a lot you can do about, I mean, food prices, you need to eat as a human being. And, you know, gas costs and car costs. I mean, a lot of us just needed to get around here in San Diego. Public transportation isn't available or near a lot of people, or it doesn't really make sense. So um, yeah, so a lot of those costs are being eaten up by credit cards and a lot of tough decisions being made around dinner tables. One of the sections of your article talked about the recession not hitting everyone equally household to household. What does that look like? Yeah, so a big section of it was uh, Daniel Enemark. He's the economist over at the San Diego Workforce Partnership. And he wanted to kind of hammer home that you know, depending on what race you are, the recession's probably going to look a little different. So he he used charts going back to 1972, and it shows white unemployment, Latino unemployment, and Black unemployment. And white unemployment is always lower. Latinos are usually in the middle, and Blacks typically have the highest unemployment. So his most recent data showed that right now for whites, the unemployment is 3%. Latinos 4.1, Black workers at 5.7%. So his sort of argument is, and what he said is, in some ways, people of color are living through a never-ending recession. So it is it is worse for them. But, you know, just, just to throw that in there, um, it didn't get into it a lot, but when we've done these sort of race st studies before, a lot of times um, Asian workers are doing better than white workers. So just kind of throwing that little... Um, little aspect in there uh, as far as uh, wages and unemployment and stuff like that goes. 
Uh, did he give any reasons for that? Yeah, he called it occupational segregation. So basically just saying the same opportunities that are available for white workers might not be there for workers of color. He also talked to got kind of deeper into like barriers for entry as far as, you know, if you're already like a working class person that doesn't have money to go to college, it can be difficult because not only he he used the example of like a dental hygienist, a dental hygienist, that's like the best return on investment for a degree right now. You could go and get your thing. The only problem is even if it's cheap to get that college, let's say your college degree is completely free and it's just going to take two years and then you're going to be a high paying job. He kind of broke down that, you know, depending on your economic situation, you're giving up a ton of wages by not working for two years. And so it's just, it's still a tough situation for people that are working class, you know, regardless of race, when you break it all down. Okay. Well, final question for you. What does this mean for the housing market? So all of this appears to point to the housing prices coming down, uh, definitely because of higher mortgage rates and stuff like that. You know, Ray Major, the, the economist at Sandag, he he is predicting the home price going down by quite a bit, like around below 700000 Right now, we're at around 770000 So he, he's more of the school that prices are going to go down. But there are a few different weird headwinds going on in the real estate market that's hard to predict. I mean, there are some economists predicting home prices are going to go up by the end of the year. And part of the reason is we're not going to be in like, as of right now, we're not in a normal recession where people are losing their jobs like crazy. Um, And because of that, people don't have to sell their homes. They can keep this low interest rate they got during the pandemic and just stay in their homes, you know, where they might have decided to sell. So what we're seeing is very, very few homes for sale right now. The theory among a lot of people that own their homes now that might have sold is that, oh, I'm just going to wait for the housing market to come back. And then I can put my house, because there's no rush. If you've got this low interest rate, why would you sell your home and then hop into this market where you're going to have all of a sudden a way bigger interest rate for whatever home you're going to get? So that's that's the theory right there. Of course, there are reasons why people need to sell homes, even in this time period that aren't financial. Uh, divorce is a big one, also death. And sometimes getting a really good job offer in another city means you got to leave. So those are some factors that could actually open up home prices, even though at least two of those are really sad scenarios. The economists have anything to say about how to prepare for this or any advice about how to weather it? Not really. But one thing I kind of took out of there is when they broke down all the industries that are most hardly affected, um, it, it just made me think that maybe right now I wouldn't want to quit my job and get a job at a hotel, you know, something like that along those lines or or quit and get, get into that restaurant business I've always wanted to start. Something like that, you know, if you're being really practical about it. Okay, good advice. Philip Molnar, business reporter at the UT. Thanks for this report. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to the News Fix. Uh, Just a note, this is going to be our last week of the podcast. I've really enjoyed hosting it. Um, We'll have more information about the future of the pod soon. Thanks again.